Yeah. Good morning. This is Pastor Bill here at Solid Rock Bible Church. Uh, got a little message for you this morning uh, on Spotify. So, but, uh, you know, I think we all know just from the times and the things that are happening that it can't be too much longer before our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ comes back. Uh, in James 5, 8, it tells us to be patient, to strengthen our hearts, because the coming of the Lord has drawn near, and we know it's getting near every day. I guess there's hardly a day that goes by that I don't have probably at least one conversation with someone out there about the things that are happening in this world today. Many people are really concerned. They're starting to think more and more about the return of Christ to this earth, our rapture to take the church out of here. And, uh, but they'll ask me different questions. They'll, you know, about, you know, about presidential politics, violence on the streets, and the increasing attacks on Christianity. You know, Christianity is beginning to come under a lot of attacks. And uh, this world is, and it's a fact, becoming a very dangerous place for us to live. You know, Isaiah prophesied in, his, in, in Isaiah 520 about a time like this that would come and it said that uh, when men would say that evil is good and that good is evil well this is what Isaiah says he says woe or caution unto them that call evil good and good evil that call darkness light and light darkness they call bitter sweet and sweet bitter there's just the opposite of what it really is. And that's just kind of the way our world is going today. Everything is just kind of becoming opposite of what it really is. You know, I feel that we are living in such a day right now that the coming of the Lord is getting very close. You know, and to make matters worse, we know that there's little hope that anything is going to get better. It just seems like it's going to get worse. Paul wrote these words, and I want, to, I, want to, I want to share them with you, concerning the last days. He wrote this, he was talking to Timothy, and this here comes out of 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 through 4. And, and Paul writes, I charge, or I command you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick, or the living, and the dead, at his appearing and in his kingdom. It says, Preach the word. He's telling Paul, he's telling Timothy, preach the word. In other words, he's saying, don't you water God's word down. Don't take from it. Don't add to it. But you say what God has said. And that's exactly what the Bible tells us over in Revelation. We're not to add to the word and we're not to take away from the word. But to be instant or to be, to be ready at all times. In season, out of season to reprove, to rebuke, to exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Or with, uh, we're, we are to reprove, rebuke, exhort with the Word of God. For the time will come when people will not endure sound doctrine. You know what that's saying? When people will not endure the truth. They don't want to hear the truth. They want you to skirt around the truth. They want you to preach them these feel-good messages. But you have to know what the Word of God is telling us. But they'll, change, but they'll chase after their own lust, and they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. In other words, it's saying here that they shall turn away their ears from the truth. 
These people will turn their ears away from the truth of the word of God and it shall be turned into fables or it will be turned into lies by false teachers. And the closer we get to the end of time, the worse this world is going to become. But the Bible teaches us that we should not let the things of this world trouble us. You know, it's hard not to let the things of this world trouble us. Matter of fact, even when Jesus was talking to his disciples in Matthew 24, 6 through 8, Jesus tells his people, they're, 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 the disciples ask him, what should we look for? What should we be aware of before you come back? And this is what Jesus says. He said, and you shall hear of wars, rumors of wars, but see that you are not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. He said, no, it's not the end yet, but it is getting close. He says, for and, and nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines. There shall be pestilence, disease. And now, look at what we've gone through here in just the last several years, the different diseases and the things that have hit this country. The earthquakes, you know, there for a while, every time we turned around, we was hearing earthquakes. I mean, up in the seven points, and everything, doing, a very, doing many, many, uh, doing much damage in all the world, wherever they was hitting. And he said, and these earthquakes will happen in, the Bible says, in, in, in diverse places, or in other words, it said in various places. It's going to happen all around the world in different places. But then Jesus goes to say, these are only the beginning of sorrows. He says, all this stuff must take place and it must happen before I come back. And he's also telling us that, that his word will be preached unto all. You know, and if you'll just stop and think about it, with all the technology we have nowadays, we've got uh, satellite, we've got internet, TV, radio, uh, everything like that, that the message of God can go out all over the world right now. But instead, rather than focusing all of our attention on the simple things going on today, we are told that we should focus our attention on the eternal glory that is waiting ahead for us. To think about the things that God has planned for us. Think about the heavenly things, how beautiful and how good heaven will be when we come into the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And he goes on here and says, this is in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16 through 18. It says, for which cause we faint not, but, but though our outward man, our body, perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That's our spirit. How is that spirit renewed? That, re that spirit is renewed by the hearing of the word of God, the studying of the word of God, getting into God's word and knowing what God is telling us. It says, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. You know, everything that you can see right now is only temporary. Someday it will not be there. It will perish. But those things not seen, for the things which are not seen are eternal. The things that we don't see are eternal, and that is the things of heaven. We don't see heaven. We hear about heaven, but we don't see it. And... Uh, 
And heaven is really a beautiful, beautiful place. In 1 Corinthians 2, 9, it tells us something. It says, but as it is written, eye has not seen nor ear has heard what is entered into the heart of man for the things which God has prepared for them that love him. We do not know, we do not understand how beautiful and what great things God has prepared for those who belong to him. You know, just a, a real quick thing here. Uh, I had a father-in-law. He's passed on now. He's in heaven with, with God. But he had heart surgery. And while he was under his anesthetic, he had this dream. He dreamed that he had died, and he dreamed that he was in heaven. He wouldn't say anything about it for a long time, but then one day he told us about this dream. He said he dreamed he was in heaven. He said, and it was so real that as he was standing there in heaven, he looked out of all, and he said, and the colors in heaven, he said they were so different than the colors here. They were so much brighter, so much clearer. He said the grass was greener. So evidently in his, in his mind or what he saw, he saw grass, he saw flowers. He said the flowers, their colors were just brilliant. He had never seen colors so bright. And then he looked up and he said there was a man motioning to him to come to him. And my dad-in-law thought, well, I don't want to step on those beautiful flowers and break them over. But the man said, come. So my dad-in-law said he took a step and the flowers did not bend over. They come right straight up through his feet. There was no damage done to them. But he went on and uh, he talked about uh, the nurses come in and they woke him up. And he was so mad at those nurses for waking him up from his visit to heaven. He said he did everything in the world he could to go back to sleep and to get back to heaven. But he said he just couldn't do it. But he saw heaven. He saw what heaven looked like. And then it wasn't too much longer before God took him to heaven. So he's there where his dream was. We know he's in heaven because we know of his love for Jesus. You know, we know that Jesus told us that when these things, when all the things that we just talked about, the wars, the rumors of wars, the pestilence, the famine, and everything, when it starts to happen, Jesus told us when these things begin to happen in, in, the, word, in the world today, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption drawing close. In Luke 21, 28, this is what it tells us. He says, and when these things begin to come to pass, then look up, lift up your heads, for your redemption draws near. You know, these crumbling conditions in our society are a very good indication that the return of Christ is near. It is very near. I'd ask you right now, if he came back today, would you be ready? Are you ready for his return? In, in, in closing this message, I just want to share with you a couple scriptures here, or a couple verses out of a scripture. And it's from the, it's from the book of Psalms. It's Psalms chapter 46, 1 through 3, and then verse 7. It says, God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, Though the earth gives away and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, 
when all this happens, it says, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. The God of Jacob is the God of Israel. You know, Jacob had his name changed to Israel whenever he was wrestling with God. It is very important that we understand how close the end times are. We just know from the words that, that Jesus has, has given us that it's getting closer and closer every day. We look at our world, we look at our society that we're living in and all the things that are going on. Jesus said this would happen, but the end is not now, but it is getting close. It is the beginning of sorrows. And there has been much sorrow going on in this world today, many deaths much sickness and all the stuff that's going on in our society. I'll just ask you right now again, are you ready when Jesus comes back? It could be at any moment. It says no man knows the date or the time of his return. Not even Jesus himself, but only the Father. You know, Jesus is sitting right now at the right hand of God in heaven and he's just waiting for God to look at him and say, Son, go bring my children home. That's all it's going to take. Nothing else has to take place in this world. Nothing has to happen. Everything is in place for the return of Christ to rapture his church out of here. And when the rapture happens, it is going to be very, very quick. It's going to be all of a sudden. Matter of fact, it would say it would be as the twinkling of an eye. That's how fast it's going to happen. There's not going to be time to try to get yourself right with God then. You've got to do it now. You've got to be ready when Jesus comes back. Are you ready? If you're not, you need to get ready. But these, these, these things that we're bringing you and telling you about the end times and that they're going to happen, this is straight out of the Bible. It is God's word from, from him to us. God wants us to be aware. He wants us to be ready because there's going to be a time that we will stand before God in judgment. Is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Are you ready? If not, would you pray with me right now this prayer? Father God, I come to you. I admit to you I am a sinner and I need you and I need my life changed. I need I need Jesus Christ in my life because I know what he did for me on that cross. And, and Lord God, I'm receiving that right now. I'm receiving what Jesus done. I'm accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And when the Lord Jesus comes back, I want to be ready. I want to hear my name called whenever he comes back. I want to meet him in the clouds. I want to go to heaven with him and reign for all eternity in heaven with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you believe that Jesus is real, if you believe that God is real, then which they are, if you've prayed this prayer, you can know that you now have eternal life. I want to thank you for listening, and I hope that you got something out of what we were saying because it is getting closer and closer, and there may not be time later. So God bless each and every one of you. Think about what was said Get it down into your spirit. Get into the Word of God for yourself. 
and see what he says. For the Bible tells us, for we serve a God that cannot lie. God cannot tell a lie. You know why? Because that's a sin. And God cannot sin. So thank y'all for listening. I'll see you next Wednesday. Y'all have a blessed day, and God bless each of you.